0: Welcome back everybody. Cinema scum. It's Ollie and as always I'm joined by Anna. Hello Anna.
1: Hello Anna. Um, How are you? Okay Okay, I just had my probably like my biggest New York celeb sighting 20 minutes ago.
0: Whoa please tell me.
1: Right in front of my apartment. I'm walking home. My arms are like full of Christmas decorations because I was like stupid and i was like i'm not gonna bring a bag but then i ended up getting a lot of things whatever blah blah blah. so i'm walking back to my apartment and there's like this couple that's passing me on on the street on the sidewalk and i look at the woman and i'm like oh she looks just like francis mcdormand and then i was like oh she's with joel cohen her husband one of the cohen brothers
0: oh they're in front of me oh my god oh my god
1: and they look wow. like normal people but she obviously has like a, a very recognizable face she does um me a
0: second, but i re- now I, I do know who that is um wow crazy and they just were walking on your street
1: just walking around on orchard well i shouldn't have said that i um, can cut that you can bleep it out um they were just walking around they were, were they like,
0: wearing masks
1: no masks
0: Wow, that's bold. Normally, celebrities nowadays are always wearing masks, I find, because it's just like an easy cop out to not be identified.
1: True. She was wearing this like cute little like old like older woman blazer, like black and white hounds tooth. like very like, you know,
0: maybe they're your neighbors.
1: I don't think I think that they can afford better <laughs> than this neighborhood.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Um, i wish i could see your beautiful face right now because all i can see on my screen right now is just like a blurry (laughs) like smudge of shit i went to the eye doctor and uh as i'm leaving my eye exam she like comes running out of her she's like wait i'm like what and she's like oh there's like a spot on your retina that i want to check it's probably nothing but i just want to check and i was like well you don't give me much of a choice here like i kind of have to go get this checked out now so she gives me like the eye drops that that like open your, your irises or whatever. And uh she's, when she said it before, she was like, Oh, don't worry, like it'll it'll go away in a little while. Like it's 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 and it's it's only like for close stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, fine. And I she did not sell it properly because I am like completely blind. Like I was on the sub the metro and like people were looking at me and now I obviously understand it's because I'm like black eyes, like
1: yeah, your eyes are really fucking scary right now. Like that Yeah, looks- I
0: looked like I was on two tabs of acid riding the metro home. Um,
1: <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be the first one to do that. So. And just
0: like intensely staring at people too. Like, maybe that was just me. But yeah, so.
1: <laughs> You're the problem. So,
0: so I'm flying blind this episode, um, but it's okay. Uh, so let's just jump right in. We're talking Bones and All this week. You guys, um,
1: no Bones and All. Will we spoil it?
0: No, we're not going to spoil Bones and All. It's too new yeah do you want to spoil it maybe we no. can have a little of it at the end at the um, end sure uh but yeah bones and all what, a what, what? luca guadagnino uh directed who did uh suspiria a anime recommendation
1: and call me by your name
0: and call me by your name yeah obviously um starring his his boy uh timothy chalamet along with taylor russell actually i should have built taylor russell first. she's the main character um but yeah And uh, Mark Rylance, the old man, as Sully. I've never seen this guy before, but he's terrifying. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a brand new 2022 uh, romance coming-of-age road trip cannibalism story.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Do you want to give us a little synopsis of it?
1: I mean, you, you kind of set it up for us nicely. Um, But yeah, I guess it basically follows the story of Marin, who's a young woman, Um, as she's on her own on the road. She sets out on a journey to figure out who she is, what she is, where she came from. Um, She is an eater. I'll say that. And she meets a couple other on the road. Um, Sully, an old man who kind of teaches her the ropes,
0: and can smell and, her.
1: Yeah, and um, she meets <laughs> Leon or Lee, Timothy Chalamet's character, also an eater. Um, and it's about their love, and it's about like the world and growing up and all the things in Ronald Reagan's America.
0: True, eh? It's in it's set in the eighties. Yeah. In the '80s in the Midwest. Um, it's very Midwest core. Mm. If you love a good Idaho, you're gonna love this movie.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: it's they in Idaho. In... What what state is this film in?
1: They start in Pennsylvania, and I think they make their way all the way out to like Minnesota or even further.
0: Okay, I don't I don't know anything about the Midwest. Um, <laughs> Anna, what is your favorite part of this movie?
1: Um, okay, so I. Walked into this movie being like, okay, um, I never saw Call Me by Your Name. I know people really liked that. I was like, okay, Timothy Timothy Shell Mason, I know he's good. Like, I don't know Taylor Russell, she's kind of new. Um, I know it's about cannibalism. Like, I was like, this is probably gonna be small and indie and gross. Like, I was like not expecting a lot. I went also went to a showing at 12:40 p.m. on a Sunday um and i literally ollie like i love this movie like, really i fucking love this movie this is gonna be one of my favorite movies of all time wow forever
0: wow i'm glad
1: so there's a couple but things what that do you like... like about
0: it go get you gotta you gotta <laughs> dig a little deeper here <laughs> come on
1: I, no there's too many notes i'll try to be quick um Oh my god, what's my favorite part? Um, so I like the world building because it it's about cannibalism, but it approaches it very differently. So if anybody's worried about seeing the movie because it's gonna be weird, it's fine. Um, my favorite thing about this movie is like the love story and how beautiful and tragic it is. Um, also, I think Luca Guadagino's directing is fantastic. And this movie is beautiful. The cinematography, like there are so many shots that are amazing, like the one scene when they are swimming in the lake at night, and they're like naked and there's fireworks above them. And you just see like the colors on the water.
0: Really hard to shoot those kind of shots too. dark like shooting in the dark is impossible.
1: Um, I think everything about this movie is perfect, so I I don't even I can't pick one thing, but um, I think it's, yeah, the cinematography, sure.
0: Nice, good one. Um, mine's even simpler than that. Mine is the eating. The eating scenes are epic. They're so good. (laughs) I was sitting there, I was like, I was the opposite of Anna. My expectations for this movie have been set so freaking high because everyone and their mom has asked me if I was gonna go see this movie. Um, which i would definitely not tell my mom to go see this movie um but the uh first eating i don't want to spoil anything but the first eating scene just woo baby let's go and really then well 15 people got up in the theater and Ooh. walked out and i was like let's fucking go and it <laughs> only gets more intense like they they are not holding anything back with eating scenes they are awesome they are brutal timothy chalamet is biting into a man's breast and, like, ripping out his, like, entire peck and just eating it. And it's so bloody, it's so violent, and it's so, wow. so, so good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um.
0: So, n- now I'm curious, because if you love this movie this much, what are you gonna say as your negative?
1: I don't love this movie, I'm in love with this movie. You're in
0: love with this movie, whoa, okay.
1: But so, I was like, it's a little yeah, concerning
0: that- considering the su- subject matter, but... <laughs>
1: Oh no, come on.
0: <laughs> the eating people is what I meant.
1: Um okay, so while I was watching it, I was like, okay, I have to find something bad for the podcast. Um so I was like, okay, easy. I and I know you're going to want to cut me off cuz I know you know, but just give me a sec. Um I was like, "Oh, like I don't really like this soundtrack. Like I um, I think the ambient, like, it has some cool 80s songs in it, but for the most part, I was like, the ambient music, like, just the, the track, um, it's boring and it's weird. It was, it reminded me of the Red Dead Redemption Lobby music. Um, okay. just <laughs> like, guitar and it didn't fit the atmosphere and, um, it went in and out too loudly. I was like, the score sucks. There's one scene, there's one Joy Division song that plays when they're on the carousel and they're making out, which is a great scene, but I was like, the score sucks. And then I look it up and I'm like, who the fuck did this? Like, they couldn't get anyone better? Like, fuck this bullshit. And do you know who did the score?
0: No, I'm agreeing with you. It's very mid uh, or very underwhelming.
1: Reznor and Atticus Ross did it. And I watched.
0: I'm like quickly trying to look it up so I don't look like an idiot. And I'm like, oh, and literally, as you said it, it just popped up. my skin. I'm like, oh, fuck.
1: And Ollie, I watched an interview with them today where I think it was Trent Reznor. <laughs> they like, this is the best
0: thing we've ever done.
1: Yes. yes, they were like, this is the one we're most proud of.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. No, I agree. It's terrible. Thank um, you. Not terrible. It's just like really underwhelming. It's so generic. Especially considering like how ungeneric the idea of this film is like, you could have made it like really wet and gooey and gross. Like it could have been like a really ominous soundtrack or it could have been like, po- like vivacious and poppy and like exciting. And that would have contrasted with like how depressing the scenery is. But I don't know. It just didn't really do anything for me.
1: They were like, it's Americana. It's like it's inspired by the Midwest. And I was like, okay, do like more than one chord progression then the entire, like Give us something. I don't
0: know. Yeah, spoil... no, I agree.
1: Let's... Also, the ending, I know we're not spoiling it, but there is one thing at the ending where I was like, OK, that hmm. didn't happen.
0: We can talk about it at the end. Um, my negative, this is a little bit more controversial. Um, I'm going to go against the grain here, against all of film talk. Uh, Timothy Chalamet's performance in this movie is not very good. Lies. I think that he uh phones this performance in so much. There's nothing unique or interesting about the way he's playing the character that he is. And just beyond just the eating s- scenes, I am so uninterested in his like. this this character's backstory which is a very prominent part of this movie um not because it's not sad but because he doesn't sell it to me i don't feel anything through him Uh, i think his performance is super generic especially when you've seen him in Mm -hmm. leading roles like call me by your name like uh, the french dispatch like he has so much range and so that's why i'm like looking for something better here like this this man played paul atreides like what and now he's just like a dude in the mid like maybe because the character is just so simple that i'm underwhelmed by his because if he if he's just joined for that that's what it is it's a very simple midwest guy who comes from a broken family and eats people i i couldn't and beyond that like his relationship to uh marin marin sorry his attraction to Marin like I felt it from Taylor Russell like I could tell that she is like a cannibal who's struggling to figure out like where struggling with like the 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 core idea with this movie is like learning to live with something that makes you weird which in this case is cannibalism and I also tried to like look up what the cannibalism meant because like is it an allegory for something is it like a placeholder and it kind of just is like a generic idea to just represent being different being like part of growing up is is realizing that there's something about you that's makes you uh forever different from most people and so you have to learn to live with that in this case it's eating people um which is a very shallow idea but it allows you to like put yourself in and i found that taylor russell puts herself in that but till the chalamet does not believe that he's a fucking cannibal filming this movie there's no chance
1: i don't know like the end his end scene not the end scene but like the scene where they're on the hill and he talks about what happened with his family member backstory. and I just he's like, so
0: generic. Like
1: The scene where he's like, I fucking ate him up. And it felt so, like...
0: Yeah, I wasn't buying it at all. I was like... <laughs> I don't know. I, I, there's something about his performance. Maybe it's just because I've seen him in so many roles at this point that <laughs> I'm like a little soured on just the fact that it's him. Maybe if it was somebody else. There's nothing that was very Timothy Chalamet, like, above and beyond in this performance, I don't think. Um,
1: Okay, that's a really... Maybe I'm just a hater. No, no, that's a really... I mean, I... Is there someone else you would have... No. Could have played this role, or just... No.
0: I just... It's... It it just... I feel like he could have done better in this job. That's all I... That's all I think. Because he sets a high bar. He's a really good actor. I'm not saying he's not a good actor. I'm just saying that I think this one is a little phoned in but still a good movie anyway uh trivia trivia, trivia. Uh, oh do you have any trivia
1: so I think the trivia is kind of mid under the IMDB so yeah, I looked I at it a couple too. videos um and I read a little bit up to try to get some do you have trivia
0: um I try to look more into the book because I like there is nothing about the book Okay, I really
1: want to read the book because I heard it's very different. Really? Yeah. In
0: a good or bad way?
1: Um, in a plot way. Hmm. Um. Also, they like change some things for the movie. They always do. So
0: it's definitely more violent in the book, probably. Yeah. Because you can just get away with whatever you want. Yeah. True. I wonder if it's a good book, though. Like, there, like I said, there's nothing online. If you look up, like, the fact that it's even based on a book is a very hidden fact like it doesn't you there's no link to the book on wikipedia the the book doesn't have a wikipedia page really like yeah i mean i'm looking at it right now it's it's there's a book the author has a wikipedia page but there's nothing about the book um a
1: secret book maybe
0: maybe it's a secret book maybe it's been banned in schools across america like so many books going on right now like, um,
1: um, I do have one trivia that I really think is funny. Um, during production, the film crew was burglarized.
0: Yeah, I saw that too.
1: In Cincinnati, um, which is kind of hilarious. And,
0: <laughs> uh, I don't have any other trivia. So I have a question for you. If you had to eat somebody, where were Like, what would you start with? What do you think is the best meat cut on a human?
1: Okay. Um, oh. Um, <laughs> what I think is the best meat cut on a human? Being? <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> this is supposed to be about the movie.
0: <laughs> this is about the movie, because I, like, like I said, Timothy Chalamet always goes straight for the for the pecs. But the I feel like this, like 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 I guess chicken breasts are pretty good. But I don't know about like human breasts. Like, would they be fatty or is it, would this not just be like very? Like gamey and muscly. I don't know. I would I would maybe go for like the butt, but obviously like it would look terrible in the movie if you just went like <laughs> straight for someone's butt.
1: Um oh it's gotta be neck.
0: But neck is like so non-meaty. You're not a vampire, you're a cannibal.
1: I don't know. I I I don't know. What <laughs> this is these are unrealistic expectations. Um I would still go for a neck because I feel like when you're a cannibal, blood probably tastes good. Question mark. We can.
0: They we can... describe the taste as like nickel, metallic. Which it's kind of what blood actually tastes like. It was pretty. Yeah, I can't imagine that tasting good. But
1: it's this movie is comical because they're like all the characters are constantly being like covered in blood. Like they'll just have blood all down their front. Um. Which is which is cool. Um, I don't know what what part would you eat first.
0: Um, probably like an arm. I feel like your upper like arm, like a chicken leg. It's <laughs> kinda, it, like, it must be <laughs> similar, right?
1: Um, I do have a, a, a question for you. So, what do you think about Taylor Russell in this movie, the lead actress? Because I've never seen her in anything before.
0: Yeah, I mean either. Um, I think she does a really good job. I think that. Uh, the age that she's supposed to be playing is way too young. I think she's supposed to be like a, a middle-aged teenager. I think, um, 18,
1: yeah, eighteen
0: maybe. I don't know, but it. She seems a little too like both of them seemed a little too old to be the role. But also, that's a coming-of-age film problem. Yeah. Um, I thought she. Uh, First of all, I connected more with her story than I did with Timothy Chalamet's like I mentioned earlier. Like I, I just wasn't connecting with his his backstory as much even though it goes more in depth than hers does. Um I think that the like if if it is a coming of age story, this is her coming of age story. Yeah. And I think that um I think that the love story is much better uh, developed from her end than it is from Timothy Chalamet's end. I think that she does discover like how to love and how to be loved, despite mm-hmm. the huge flaws that both have. Um
1: well, despite the fact that in this movie everyone is constantly abandoning each other,
0: and it, yeah, exactly. Like the trust is just not there.
1: Like yeah, the, yeah. There's a lot about like people coming in and out of your life whenever they want to and how that affects mm-hmm. you and how then you start abandoning people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. I fucking love this movie. It's just <laughs> so like this is like the gener. This is like the love story of our generation. Is whoa. I-
0: <laughs> Damn, Anna. Also I'm so glad movie- I told you to go get to go see this then.
1: Me too. This movie's going to win an Oscar
0: whoa Bull like pick which like, which one best film
1: <laughs> best score maybe
0: best score?
1: no no never best picture best picture is always so political so is like lead actor actress i think i think cinematography or directing could get a nod but this the thing is this movie came in at like number eight at the box office this weekend because I don't think people are seeing it because they're so put off mm. by the subject matter.
0: Like I said, a lot of people walked out of theater and I'm not, I totally relate, like understand why it's not for everyone. It's extremely graphic. It undersells how graphic it is from the trailers, I think.
1: Really? Because I didn't think you like by the end when they eat people, you're like kind of desensitized to it.
0: I think we are desensitized to it because we watched like horror films. Most people can't deal with like, can I spoil the first eating scene? Because that's my favorite one. When she's like having a sleepover. Do it. She's having a sleepover and she's like lying with her friend and her friend's like talking to her and like she's using her hand to talk. So it's like close to, to Taylor Russell's face, to Maren's face. And then she just can't help help herself. She just, inst- you, at first I was like, is she going in to kiss her? Yeah. And she just like, oh, and just like rips all the skin off of Ooh. this girl's finger and just starts like chewing on her finger and it's so gruesome and like so much blood and the girl is like screaming like it's actually happening it is the best um scene it 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 is better than any horror movie i've seen this year in terms of practical horror like it is so good yes um so yeah anyway let's move into rating this on 10 because we're oh wait uh, can
1: i ask you about the can i ask you about the ending
0: okay so let's get into spoiler territory yes or do we want to review it and then okay let's 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 get into spoiler. this is a spoiler alert
1: yeah just whatever skip it if whatever
0: go see it and then come back
1: yeah stop right now and go see it
0: um okay so what do you want to talk about
1: okay the ending uh is the only part of this movie that i was like eh. it's not that you know sully breaks into their house and like has this thing for taylor russell and then like they both kill him together. I loved that part. Oh no, he gets Timothy Chalamet gets stabbed by accident. Oh no, like, but then the thing is, I hated the part where she goes into his bag and she finds the yellow braid on his braid chain. And she's like, she's like, oh, he got Kayla. Like, what? Like, why would Sully go after Timothy Chalamet's younger sister if he's in yeah. love with? And also, like, what part about that are you guys like? Oh, actually, we're not going to take him to the hospital.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I, just, I was like, "There's no way." Like, that's no.
0: The, I also agree that the him getting his sister. It's so. It's just a, another way to make the whole story connected. But Doesn't need to be that connected. I don't think. Um,
1: but then she eats him then she eats him, bones and all
0: bones and all <laughs> and then the credits roll um how do you eat bone wouldn't break your teeth
1: so i was reading about this um in the book it's not a thing to eat people bones and all or not um when you're an eater you you eat someone bones and all like that's how it always happens so it adds this layer of like fantasy to The book and the concept of being a cannibal in this way because it's like ridiculous to think that you could eat someone an entire someone it's ridiculous you can't do it what are you talking about
0: i eat people all the time
1: yeah yeah well i'm sure you do but the rest of us normal people um but basically they they do it because it's like it it adds like a mythical quality to these people
0: Mm. the whole fact that they can smell each other is kind of whack too I love it.
1: The lore?
0: I thought thought the lore, it's probably better explained in the book. There's a lot that's unexplained. It's kind of just assumed. And because it's so violent, you can kind of get away with it. Whereas if it it wasn't as violent of a film, I would be asking a lot more questions about the cannibalism. But because I get to see these crazy, gruesome scenes, I'm like, okay, I believe you. Like, they are (laughs) cannibals. (laughs) Um, Um...
1: so this movie has a limited theater release. Just want to let everyone know. So you do have to go see it in the movie theater. You should. Um, blah, blah, blah. Shall we
0: rate it on 10? Is that it for the end of film discussion? I, I don't really have, like I found the ending very underwhelming, to be honest. Um, I don't think that uh, the relationship story feels concluded. So is that like a trying to keep this open for more films? Like,
1: I want this movie to have a sequel. I want them you to, want have this to have movie. a sequel.
0: Whoa. Okay, slow down, Anna.
1: <laughs> well, because <laughs> what if they um, eat their baby? No, they don't. No, they don't. No. Well, because Lee dies. Uh, spoiler, obviously. But then, Marin's whole journey is about how her mother knew she was like this, but her mother had been abandoned, so the line kind of ends there. And then Lee's whole story is about how his dad was like this, and his dad was a piece of shit, and like. Mm-hmm. He ate his dad. They have so many unresolved family issues. It'd be interesting to see if like these two people had a child and like you know the shit that they would go through. And I don't know, it would be the '90s or something. So that could be interesting.
0: True. So rated on ten.
1: Yeah,
0: first me first. Yeah. Um, gonna give it. Uh, I haven't. I don't think I've rated it on Letterboxd actually yet. I think I'm gonna give it a seven. For like you said, awesome cinematography. The like I said, the best practical horror effects I've seen in a long time. Um, the best soundtrack we've had in a while. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, no, it's a seven. It's a really good film. I think that uh, my expectations for Timothy Chalamet shouldn't impact the rest of this film. Um, mm-hmm. which is an otherwise really good, really scary love story um that's really sweet and wholesome and despite the subject matter
1: seven
0: seven what about you
1: like this is i this movie is so amazingly done like the people in this project like if you have artists like this involved in anything it would be amazing and like sympathetic and compelling and beautiful Um, I think this movie's like an adventure and it's a mystery and it's a love story and the actors are amazing and it's just perfect in every way and I love it. Like, this is actually one of my favorite movies, I think. Like, I'm still, like, I'm still in shock and I saw it, like, four days ago. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give it, like, what... Nothing ever gets a 10, but I'm gonna give this, like, literally a 9.8. No, this we, needs a We both
0: gave Gone Girl like, 10s last week. Oh, did we? <laughs> yeah, we gave it a 10 last week.
1: <laughs> okay, fuck it, I'm giving this one a 10.
0: Two weeks straight? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. This
1: movie's yeah. fucking awesome.
0: You heard it here first, guys. Gotta go see Bones and All. Mm-hmm. Um, two straight 10s from Anna. What are we gonna review next week That to keep this streak going? <laughs>
1: Um Um, well I can tell you what we're gonna review next week or what we could because we have a fan email.
0: Let's go, let's get into some fan emails. We're at Target. So
1: it's from my little brother Joe. Sorry, that was kinda condescending. It's from my brother Joe, who just happens to be younger than me. And he says, Dear Cinema Scum, my family and I just watched Bullet Train, a Japanese American movie. I think this I think it's just an American movie. I think it's just set in Japan. Um, some of us loved it, some of us hated it. What do you, Ollie and Anna, think? Sincerely, a fan. Um...
0: We're talking about like Brad Pitt Bullet Train, right? <laughs> uh, I. <laughs> Have you seen it?
1: Well, yeah, I watched it with him.
0: Oh, right. You're, you're the family that, that he's referring to. Um, I went to go see it in Portugal uh, with my cousins, and it was all in Portuguese.
1: Oh my God, you saw it in Portuguese
0: Um, this was very hard to follow. Um But I got some of it. Uh I thought it was visually really cool. Um But yeah, no, my take on this film is unfortunately, I'm sorry, Joe, very shallow because I need to rewatch it in my own native tongue first, uh, before I can give you my full thoughts. But uh I can't remember, like was it t- yeah, it wasn't too long. Maybe it was just because it was a Portuguese, that I felt like it was too long. It was, it was like two hours, right?
1: Uh, that sounds right. Hold on. So I'm going to
0: give you my classic: it's too long, um, especially top considering the subject matter of that film. I think it's really cool, well shot, and like the colors of Tokyo. It's very like cyberpunky almost. Um,
1: two hours six minutes.
0: What did you think of Bullet Train?
1: Um i thought brad pitt and aaron taylor johnson and the one other actor who's like aaron taylor johnson's friend did a good job um what's his name oh michael shannon is in it too and sandra bullock what the f
0: you were um bad bunny
1: he's also in it um oh brian tyree henry i thought was good
0: Well, Joe, if you want to talk about it on the pod, I will go rewatch it. It's still in theaters, I'm pretty sure. It's one of those like blockbusters that just won't go away. Um, So if you want to talk about it on the pod, uh, I will go rewatch it in theaters and then we can have you on the pod and discuss it. Um, Although I think we need to get your parental consent before (laughs) we can do that. So yeah, Um, but thank you for your email. Um,
1: And do we have
0: any other emails?
1: Um, we have one email that's letting us know that we have ranked... Oh. Yeah. Um, the Sonos Podcast in the last 30 days... Oh, shit. What? Okay, this was July 25th, so not current, but... <laughs> um, an email that's like, um, position 69 in the category TV and Film in Nepal
0: and status
1: is like a it's like a podcast analytics thing
0: please don't click any of the links in that email um
1: <laughs> no uh, there are no links
0: there are no links. okay okay cool but we did this is the first episode we we're doing since we posted our wrapped. um
1: yeah
0: so thank you to all our listeners uh we got a really awesome we're content creators on spotify now so we get the artists wrapped uh, <laughs> and uh we uh, are almost at a thousand streams, I think. So that's No
1: way. Yeah, I think
0: we're at like seven hundred something, eight hundred something. We're we're gotta be you gotta be close. Um guys,
1: yeah, we are about to we are about to surpass the Joe Rogan podcast in stream. <laughs>
0: that's what that's what pissed me off about this lady not telling me that i'm going to be blind for the next four hours like what, what am i supposed to do i can't look at my phone i can't go on my computer i can't study for my finals i can't watch tv like what am i supposed to do for the next five hours and she didn't tell me that that was going to happen until afterwards like what
1: you're like a victorian child like
0: i can't even read a book i the, literally the only thing i do is jerk off <laughs> I'm so upset. I have no, I can't do anything right now. Like, it's so boring. I'm literally um, blind. I'm still blind. We're, we are now on our, like, forward, and I'm still
1: blind. Yeah, that's annoying that she didn't give you a heads up, though, because what if you had to, like, go d- drive somewhere?
0: She like, said it- you that one thing is that you can't drive. And I was like, ah, oh, I don't have to drive. It's fine. Oh, no. The home.
1: Well, what if you had a podcast to record? That's,
0: you- I got I got fucking money moves to make, lady. Like, please, <laughs> in, in advance, tell me if I'm going to be blind for the rest of the day. Anyway enough about that. Anna, do you have any recommendations before we leave?
1: Oh, my God. Um, I saw Florence Pugh's new Netflix movie, The Wonder. It was okay.
0: Hmm. So it's not a recommendation is what you're telling me.
1: Uh, I started watching White Lotus. I kind of like <laughs> I kind of hate it, but I think you're supposed to whatever. Blah, blah blah What am I recommending, though? The times they are a change in the Bob Dylan album.
0: Whoa, album Rex. Yeah, nice. That is a really good album. I went on a record spree this weekend and bought oh. like so many records. Um, but I'm not going to recommend a record this week. I maybe I'll do that next week. I'm surprised I've never thought of recommending an album because I mean, despite,
1: just, I, I just want to be pretentious this week. So, despite
0: hosting a incredibly successful film podcast, film isn't even my first love, it is definitely music. Um, But uh, next week, maybe. Uh, This week, I already have a rec locked and loaded. This is a call to action uh, (laughs) for all my fellow terrible people, aka Always Sunny fans, um, because I just discovered on YouTube, they posted the pilot to a show that was written alongside, like it was written by the three guys uh, who wrote Always Sunny and who are the main actors in Always Sunny. Uh, While they were on season four, they came up with the idea for a space office ripoff called Boldly Going Nowhere, which was like a Star Trek parody show that starred all of them, plus all the characters in Always Sunny are also in this pilot. Um, And it was meant to be like a spoof on The Office and like... It's kind of similar to, later on, uh, Seth MacFarlane did Orville, which is like his parody of Star Trek. But I don't think that's very funny. Um, This is very funny, and it's on YouTube. You can watch the pilot, and it's like... Seth
1: MacFarlane is not funny.
0: Yeah, not funny. Like, no, no. But (laughs) Always Sunny is a 10 out of 10 show that I watched way too young. um, And influenced my sense of humor a little too much. But I think that the fact that it's all the characters that you know and love uh, from Always Sunny playing these like hilarious stars. Also, there's a few other actors like uh, what's his name from Arrested Development is there. Like there's a bunch of other uh, really good actors who also joined them for this pilot because it's a much bigger. It was meant to be a bigger world, but then they never did it because it would be too expensive to make. Um, but the pilot is on YouTube. If you look up uh, Boldly Going Nowhere, uh, it's really funny. Check
1: nice. That's a nice rack.
0: Shit. Um, if you want to be on an episode of Cinema Scum, uh, email us like Joe did uh, with a film idea uh, and we'll pencil you in. We are yes. looking to find more guests. Uh, obviously with the holidays coming up, it's going to be a little complicated, but if you want to be our first guest of 2023
1: Yes.
0: Please DM us. Um.
1: Yes. Our if calendar you've... is our up- calendar's
0: <laughs> wide open. <laughs> oh, that's another thing I didn't mention. I I'm starting now. I can go public. I starting. I'm starting a new job. Woo! I uh, I'm starting a job in January, and uh, they just announced that I'm leaving at my old job. And so, like the last oh. few days, I've just been getting a billion emails from everybody saying like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you're leaving." Oh, man! Kind of nice. You. Yeah, I didn't realize how much uh, how much love there was for me at the. Well, I mean, I know that I know a lot of people, but I didn't realize like me leaving would be that. Uh would be that tragic, I guess. I don't know. Like everyone's saying goodbye and like sending me these emails. I, I feel so guilty for leaving now.
1: When are you uh, starting your new job? January 3rd. Okay. Yeah. I'm right up the new year. That makes sense. When's your last day or?
0: The 22nd.
1: Yeah.
0: Right, right before Christmas. I have a week off, but I, I want to do a trip. I was going to plan a trip because I haven't, like had a time but i won't even have time to celebrate finishing school it might have to be in the spring now because they they want me to like be nine to five for a little while like on board so i'll probably take time off it's the winter anyway where the fuck am i gonna go like yeah um but yeah so that's exciting news uh to end this show um if you have seen bones and all DM us your thoughts. We're going to have a prompt, as always, on our Instagram once we post this episode. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, So until next time, see you guys.
1: Bye-bye.